Welcome to the Barack Obama Approved World's Greatest Podcast. Hyphen Nation. I am the one, the only, Kellen Conway, your host. It's good to be back with y'all. Episode 201. But before we do anything else, you know it's about that time for the Morgantown Weather Report. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> currently 71 degrees yeah let's let's go ahead and get a little bit more in depth with that 71 degrees looks like it's going to be mostly cloudy today with some possible rains around 5 to 7 p.m tomorrow looks like it's gonna be sunny in the 80s so enjoy that um today's high is gonna be 83 and in the next 10 days uh, the weekend looks like it's going to be nice. And then Sunday, well, that's still part of the weekend. It looks like we got some rain and thunderstorms and showers coming in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, sunny, partly cloudy, actually. And then more rain next Saturday. So that is your Morgantown weather report brought to you by Hyphen Nation, the Barack Obama approved world's greatest podcast. And uh, if that's all you're here for, then um, appreciate y'all. Check it in. So, let me get to the gist of why we are here today. So, last week, I think it was last week, I sat down and I was like, you know what, I'm going to record episode 201 of Hyphen Nation. I'm going to do it. And, so yeah, I'm going to do it. It's going to be awesome. Sorry, lost train of thought. Look at my phone. And I proceeded to come on here and then uh, pretty much be like, oh, you know, things are, things are okay, but I'm dealing with it. And then things were kind of bad, but I'm dealing with it. By the way, I saw Thor and then that was it. And I was out. Turn my microphone down just a little bit. Damn, that, that's a lot of bit. Just just a little bit. There we go. It's like, yeah. And, and it was like 45 minutes. So I, uh, something happened. I think I, I, I was trying to take a screenshot of me over here on OBS where I'm recording for the YouTube channel, Hyphen Universe. You can subscribe and you hit the bell. You won't miss any uploads from over there. I've been putting in work and I realized that my recording in Adobe Audition had stopped recording. So I was like, all right, well, that, that's, that's okay. Uh, let me just punch in and I'll finish off the episode. So I went to find a spot where to pick up uh, from my original audio, and the audio was terrible. Terrible. And I was like, man, what's going on? Now, I did put this application called, this application, this program called Voice Mod on my computer, because I, I was trying to run my stream deck along with my mic when I do Rasslecast so I can have a soundboard. And I think I had that running and it was a big old mess. <laughs> and I, I also don't think I was using my normal settings in Adobe. I was trying to be all fancy with it. And so the audio was mad choppy. I was like, it's okay. That's okay. I'm going to finish the episode. I bet you OBS recorded the audio perfectly fine. I bet you OBS got the audio. So I finished the episode, checked out the OBS video after I stopped recording. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> More choppy audio. So 45 minutes of a episode completely gone and again it was supposed to be my self-care episode so 
I've done two of these prior is episode 63 and episode 104, where I've literally come on here and just talked about my mental health and everything I'm going through, because I know that men love to use podcasts as therapists. And I am no, I am not, no, I am guilty of this too, but it's actually been almost a hundred episodes since the last one. I've tried to do something like this with Matt over Marco Polo and we just didn't pull it together. Although I'd still love to get Matt or Marco Polo to do a pod, but he's actually coming to the States in January. So if I could carve out like an hour to finally have Matt on the podcast, that would be incredible. Turn down just a little bit more. That'd be really incredible, but we'll see. And I, lost audio and I was mad. I made a video about it. And then I went to work and I immediately realized that I wasn't supposed to record episode 201. I think in the entire 200 episode history of hyphenation, I think I've only lost the audio for one other episode. And that was within the first 10 episodes. That was when I was recording on my old laptop in my car in the Kroger parking lot, normally before work. In the cold, mind you, because it was winter, with with the car not on, bundled up. And if I didn't have the settings the exact way, um, I couldn't get the audio to record on my laptop properly. From my, was I, I was using my headset mic then, yeah. So, <laughs> the good old days. And now, now look at me, look at me, guys. This is probably gonna be the thumbnail. <laughs> oh man. So I lost all my audio and I realized I just wasn't being honest. And once again, there's a giant spider hanging out behind my desk. You stay back there and I'll let you live until Leah sees you. And then you got to go, bro. Studio basement life, kids. I wasn't being honest with myself. I made a video about that too on my YouTube channel. It's called Don't Lie to Yourself. Because I literally came on here and I was like, all right, I saw Thor, blah, 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 they're my thoughts. And then I was like, and then this happened in June, but I went to the beach and the beach was really cool and it kind of centered myself. And then this is going on, but also I'm, I'm kind of happy uh, that this, that, and the third's happening. So here's my advice for you guys and keep your head up, reach for the stars. Uh, thanks, y'all. How's was the gist. That's not what these self-care episodes are about. These episodes are supposed to get to the real. I'm really trying not to curse still. So let's be real. Self-care volume three. Uh, I think I'll call it self-care volume three, first blood. Because the first one was called uh, self-care volume one second was called self-care volume two bigger and deafer so this one will be called volume three self-care volume three first blood and away we go all right this is probably the first time i'm doing this where i'm not in complete depression for once because <laughs> the other ones i know i was definitely in it because the first one I, I haven't went back and re-listened to these, and I'm kind of actually interested to do that. I went back and listened to episode 149, The Race to Black Enough Mountain, and that I, I consider that one of my best episodes of Hyphenation. 
and you want to go check that out. It's really good. It's about my my struggle with my identity living in Hampshire County and growing up around mostly white people uh, with a, a white mom. Shout out to my mom. And um, one of my moms. You know. And then the other one, I know I was struggling at work and Angel was out of the country at the time. It was the first time she went out of the country and I was not in a good place then. I'm okay is the best way I can describe how I feel right now. For those of you who either are friends of me on Facebook or close friends with me, just in general, or if you do follow the um, follow my YouTube channel, my father, nope, <laughs> my stepfather, Paul Walker, he actually passed away last Thursday. Um, it's I don't know exact time that he passed, but it's been about a week. And the funny thing is. And this is something I've rarely, I've never even mentioned on the pod. Because of the things that I learned from my stepmother when she was, uh, my mom, when she went through hypnotherapist training and different things that she happened, I am an empath. I also believe in ghosts and spirits and... Mike Osti, if you're listening to this, your dad came to your wedding and was standing beside me for about five to 10 minutes, but I didn't know how to tell you that without it making it being sounding really weird, but your dad was there and he was watching you and Emily. So yeah, <laughs> everybody turn off the podcast now. Hyphens lost his effing mind, right? Thursday morning, I got up like normal, drinking coffee. I went in a little later and all of a sudden I just felt like crap. I was like, man, what I don't, and I've been not on low carb for weeks now, but I think I was at least drinking the water then, and I might have even been low carb the night before, so I don't think there's anything on my stomach. I just felt horrible, and I was like, man, what, what is going on? Like, I, I don't know what this feeling is, and I, I like, and it was like, oh, like if I could call off work, I, I totally would, like, and I'm saving my time is, is why I couldn't call off work, but because COVID, COVID ruined my 2022 as far as, um, you know, keeping PTO in, in the bank. I was like, man, I've, uh, some, I don't know. But I got dressed. I went to work. And then uh, I was okay. And then I went to my lunch. Went to lunch around one something. And... Excuse me. I think I was eating broccoli that day, maybe. And I walked back to the kitchen and I checked my phone. I had a missed call from Travis and I had just talked to Travis and Travis is my stepbrother, one of my stepbrothers. Shout out to Jermaine and Travis Walker, who's been meticulously planning everything that's going to happen tomorrow at the, the funeral and the wake and the viewing all these things. I had a missed call. I talked to him like, two nights before because we actually drove down to Winchester to see Paul in the hospital me and Leo on Sunday I called Travis on Tuesday to see just get an update and he said things were hadn't really changed he was eating a little bit more but he was starting to get a little bit more confused as well so but he knew who we were when we were there so that was awesome and then uh, I saw him call and then I, I called him back 
and he's like, hey, um, just want to let you know the dad passed away. And it's, it's crazy. It's crazy because seven years ago, on October 9th, I always get nine, the nine and seven mixed up because uh, Barbara passed away, my birth mom. Live from an undisclosed location in a basement in New York City, it's me, Crank, ruler, well, mayor of Dimension X and the producer of the hottest new pod in that dimension or this one, The Shredhead Pod, starring the Blasian Betty, a.k.a. Google Chrome Dome, a.k.a. Ado Nobu Hagen, a.k.a. my best friend, Oroku Saki, a.k.a. The Shredder. And we've put aside our differences with the Ninja Turtles to be your weekly source of hot takes, sports, and entertainment news. Stay all the way and hear who Saki has named as his Cretan of the Week. And find something valuable in the Shred Commendations. So we'll see you on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever your pods are casts. The Shredhead Pod is a member of the Hyphen Podcast Group. Remember how I just told y'all that if I click out of Adobe Audition and it stops recording? That's what it just did. Barbara passed away on October 9th. And Bonnie passed away on November 7th. A month apart from each other. I called Paul to check on mom because she had she had called me like a week or so before. And I've been through this story before on here. So I apologize if y'all heard it before. I'm going to make it. I'm going to hit the highlights, the lowlights, so to speak. She had called me like a week or so before saying that she wanted to stop drinking and she wanted to get checked into a rehab facility. And I was like, and I was like, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what we can do. So I was talking to Paul and everything. And all of a sudden, like, she's been feeling real weak. She can't get out of bed. She feels like crap. And the next thing I know, she's in the hospital. And they're like, well, we don't know what happened. We don't think she had a stroke. She, she just, just seems like she's very tired. And she was miserable. I went to go. Like my, my dad actually ended up getting sick and I drove to Caton Bridge to drive him to the um, hospital, to the emergency room on Sunday. Everything was okay with him, thankfully. Brought him back, stayed the night at home, went back into Winchester the next day to say to see mom in the hospital. And she was asleep for most of it, woke up at the end and put her and wanted me to carry her out of the hospital room with her arms stretched out towards me like a child, like take me with you. And I couldn't do it. And then a few days later, I had been talking to Paul like every day about her and they had moved her into a, a I don't want to say a rest home, but um, kind of like a, a recovery kind of deal to, um, you know, get her out of the hospital and free up the bed. But, you know, just kind of help her to recover from whatever was going on because they didn't have any reason to actually hold her. And I called Paul. Paul didn't pick up. Travis answers. And he's like, hey, Kellen, what's going on? I'm like, hey, I, I was just calling to see how things are going with mom. And he's like, Kellen. I don't know how to tell you this, but she just passed away. So seven years ago, Travis told me that mom passed away. And then last week, Travis tells me that Paul passed away. So Travis, (laughs) I don't know, bro. I don't know. Oh, shoot. Oh. Um, so, so yeah, Paul passed away and I love Paul. Paul, 
because I don't remember mom and dad's relationship like that. Paul treated my mom the best of any guy I ever saw um, my mom with. And I remember a few different guys over the years. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, Paul was above and beyond. No, no offense, dad. I was just too little. Um, Paul was above and beyond. And he, he always, even when she had her strokes and she had cane, yeah, they get on each other's nerves, but they loved each other too, man. They loved each other so much. And Paul accepted me with open arms. He, uh, I'm sure that was a fun noise on the mic. <laughs> He, he treated me like one of his, one of his sons. He treated my brother Beamer like one of his sons. They were really close. He he helped out with Beamer's kids all the time. He's really close with my nephew Will, and then also with um with my other um with my niece and nephew. He he he's and him and Beamer just have had this great relationship, this great rapport. So I know this is really hard on him too, but Paul never treated me less than he was always very kind to me, very kind to, um, Angel, and he loved Aaliyah, he, he loved Aaliyah, like, he, he, he would make her feel so special whenever she came down to, uh, whenever he brought her down to see him, so, it sucks, he, he found out he had cancer in March, somewhere around there, apparently it was stage four, and either he, I don't know, if that was clear at first, but you know, stage four is undergoing treatments. Treatments started taking a lot out of him and eventually stopped driving, which is something he'd always done. Like he was, he was fully functioned before, like no problems at all. He stopped driving. And then I, uh, we went to come down for apple blossom, which is always the first weekend of May. And he didn't, I think we, it was like last weekend of May this year, but he, he, didn't, he actually asked us not to stop by because he just didn't fill up to it. And, um, when I called, uh, Travis, when he told me a few days before, uh, we got, when he told me two weeks ago what had happened, he had, um, I called and, and kind of touched base with him after he texted, we were texting him and he put, put him on the phone. He's like, he's like, Hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> like his voice didn't sound like him. And I was like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. you know, just, I know just shooting the shit so to speak and there's a curse word and I said love you Paul love you back dude yeah <laughs> and then on Sunday we, we we hung out for like an hour in his hospital room with Travis and Paul had someone else come to see him and he he uh he was there but you you, you could just tell he wasn't there you know like he just you know and so um, we get ready to leave and Aaliyah gave him a hug and Angel gave him a hug and I kissed him on the forehead and told him I loved him. I said, I'd see him soon. And he said, I hope so. And then uh, a few days later, he was gone. So I'm okay right now. If I recall correctly <laughs> with with Barbara, I I found out on a Friday. Uh the Rangers weren't until next week. I had the weekend off. I don't remember working. I don't think I took the, took the whole week, but I don't think I went back to work until like the following Thursday. And I was okay 
until we got to Winchester. And that's when um it really started to hit me. And then we went to the funeral home and it was the first time I saw her. I lost it. And then the funeral was the next day. Of course, we buried her. And then with Bonnie, I was there because I can't remember if I think Dawn, a, a family friend of ours, had messaged me and said she really wasn't doing that good. And everybody's trying to keep me from it. Not, I mean, I knew she wasn't doing well. But, you know, I talked to dad and dad, dad wasn't giving me too much. But like I woke I woke up that morning. I don't remember. I don't remember when Dawn messaged me, but I woke up the Friday before she passed away. And I looked and I looked at Angel whenever I was leaving to go to work. I was like, I got to go home today. I, I And again, I, I just knew I felt it. I was like this. I got to go home. She She's not going to be here much longer. And I got home. She was. She never woke up while I was there. She was that bad off. People were coming in and out to see her, pay her last respects. Uh, everybody kept waiting for her to go. And there were some moments where we thought she was going to go. And then she didn't. And then she never met Aaliyah because we had that falling out where I decided I was not going to have anything to do with her if she couldn't respect my choice in wife. So I stopped talking to her like that. And um, I laid in bed with her, just me and her in the room. And I showed her pictures of Leah, who was only over a year by then. And then I went outside and I was hanging out with Chad, my nephew, whose birthday is coming up. Happy early birthday, Chad. God, how old are you going to be, Chad? You're Damn, you're going to be 28, bro. That's crazy. And um, then she passed away. And so I was in it. So, so I, I, the the tears and everything else was like, I, I, I was completely out of it, um, for that. So I, I, I didn't have a period of where what I'm going through now, which has been this slow denial mode essentially. And now today, uh, this afternoon, we're actually going to be heading down, uh, to dad's for the night, spend the night with him. And then tomorrow is, uh, when everything for Paul is so got the viewing and then we have the actual funeral and then we're going to have a family get together after that at uh uncle Rick's house. Um, so it's, 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 it's coming. It's, it's coming. Shout out to my job, man. They, uh, they gave me money because whenever someone passed away or a job, they always do a collection and they collected what they collected. Really? I expected like, I don't know, like maybe a hundred, I'm going to disclose it. Who cares? This is what we do. We we don't hide things. So, you know, normally I do a collection. I don't check to see how many how much collections are, but usually you get a couple hundred bucks and everything. And and so let let's say less than one fifty, and then you give it to the person. Sorry for your loss. Is to help with anything you might need going on. You know, that's just the kind of thing that we do at my job. And I might have said what I do, but it's on early episodes and it's not really a big hidden secret, but I try not to mention my job on here. <laughs> uh, and uh, they, they gave me $200 and I cried tears of joy because, you know, it, it wasn't so much about needing the money. It was the fact that so many people 
just wanted to reach out and and be kind for losing my my stepdad. And I, I just thought that was amazing. I thought it was amazing that they were able to do that. Uh, um, I teared up a little bit a few times, but there hasn't been, uh, aside from these, and I'm not even really crying, it's more like just welling up. There hasn't been any any true moments where I've gotten really upset, but I just know that tomorrow I'm gonna get to, I'm gonna walk up to that casket and it's 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 gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard. Uh, can't fuck cancer since we're in this, hundred percent. And I love you, Paul, and you're great. And I'll you'll be dearly missed. So I'm dealing with that fallout, so to speak. Now, on top of that, speaking of work, I had uh no, I can't disclose too much of this, but there is a situation happened at work. Um, probably the ongoing situation that happened like the first half of the year up until June, and then the following week following vacation was kind of like dealing with the fallout from those things. Now the, and this is my first time being in a leadership role like ever, like in hyphen podcast group stuff aside, that's just me, a bunch of my friends. We do podcasts. They're like, we're, we're all freely independent. It's not like I'm saying, Marcus, you do, we should do this again sometime every single Monday or every Thursday. When did they drop? Friday. And then and then Eric, we're doing Rasslecast. It comes out on Mondays. And Lamb, where's your podcast? And like, no, man. Like, there there's no monetary gains right now. This is this is all for the love of the game for hyphen podcast group. And with that said, I, I I don't have to do too much leadership. Hell, Marcus is a better leader than me because he organizes shit. They're like, hey, let's get together and talk about pods. And I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> that That's my job. And Marcus does it. And that's just the kind of guy that uh, Marcus is. That's, that's the kind of person he is. So it's my first time in a leadership role ever. And I really thought beginning of this year that I've, this is like, was going into, going, I was going into my first, like over the summer will be two full years in a position. And like going into the new year, I was like, oh man, I got this. I got this now. This is cake. I'm getting all this other stuff done. The the everything else is going along. My employees are working well together. It's amazing. My employees weren't work, working well together, and I completely ignored the coaching part of my job. So something that I've been going through at work is learning to coach more and make my employees better as well as still getting my tasks done while not doing all the tasks that I was required to do prior to being in a leadership role. And that has been eye-opening and it's also been very hard on me because not that I can't do it, not that I don't want to do it, but it's just, it's a lot. Like you, especially when, when I thought things were going so well and then for them to go as badly as they did, and then by June, and then thankfully, I here I did go to the beach uh, for Angel's birthday week. I went to Ocean City. I got up every morning, walked the boardwalk by myself, drank amazing coffee from, can't I remember, it's like OC, 
Oh, I can't ever remember their name. Quickies. Quickies of OC. I would get coffee from Quickies of OC, ate amazing food, uh, was a proper amount of drunk uh, most days, even though that one time I did black out for like 20 minutes. But thankfully, no, no harm, no foul. And the beach really got me recalibrated, but I came back from the beach with an attitude. It was, it was like, I was like, eh, you know what? Uh, I'm just going to do my job when I'm here and then I'm going home and I'm going to forget about my job. And it it can't work like that. So I'm, I'm learning now to not, not, not necessarily bring home uh, work because I was bringing home the stresses from work prior to going to the beach because I was so miserable from the situation that I had accidentally ignored and let get out of control. But I, I'm I'm learning. I'm learning to prioritize things better, and I'm learning to let go of things that I have wanted to do, like because it's easy for me to delegate, 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 delegate. It's easy for me to delegate little things, you know. But you know, something's happening, and get a little busy at work. It's like, yo, let me jump in there and help y'all. And I and I can't always do that. I gotta let them swim. I got to let the little fishy swim on their own. And that, that, that's hard. <laughs> it's been really hard. And then on top of that, dealing with the feelings of being a failure and a fraud with the supervisor position, that hasn't, hasn't been great. It's, it's been getting better as of late. That's why I was able to sit down here and do this last, do a podcast last week and be like, oh yeah, you know, things were bad, but they're getting better because things are getting better. But, at the same time, imposter syndrome, which I normally don't suffer from, definitely came into play on this one because it's like I, it's like in my in my leadership material, like is, is this meant for me? Because I don't love it. I don't love being the leader, and it's not that I'm I can't be a good leader. It's not like I don't want to be a good leader. It's just like with with the frustrations that happened from the incidents that had occurred on the job. It really made me feel inadequate and it made me feel like I, I wasn't cut out to do the job that I'm getting paid for, which is crazy. And that's what imposter syndrome is. How are you getting paid to do something? How are you getting paid to do something? But then, but then you feel like you're not doing a good job at it. And then your supervisors and everything else, the people who should be seeing you do a terrible job are backing you 100% and willing to go to all these extents to make you a better supervisor. It's crazy. I mean, and this is one of the reasons why I do love my job and I'm so loyal to my job. Because I there are plenty of times that I just feel like I'm not cut out for it. I'm like, they're going to walk in here and be like, all right, jigs up. You're out of here, Ivan, Kellen. <laughs> and they, they haven't done it. There, there's been other times that things have happened when I wasn't a supervisor. And they probably should be like, all right, Kellen, jigs up. You're out of here. And they haven't done it. So having that kind of loyalty is amazing from your employer. But it also fucks with you on the other side of it. Because <laughs> it's like, what the hell am I doing here? I don't feel like I'm doing anything right, but y'all are cool with this? 
why aren't y'all cutting me loose? Like, so, so kudos to them for not giving up on me. <sighs> if my hair is white on the video, I just got out of the shower and threw some, uh, threw some deep conditioner in it. So look how long my hair is. Remember I was talking about on the pod, how I was going to cut my hair and I was going to go back to short hair. And then here we are, uh, about to be at seven months growth. I got my hair braided, um, for the first time in April of 2021 after growing it for eight months. So I'm almost, I'm probably close to the length I need to get it braided. I know it don't look like much, but it's curly. So shout out to my hair, man. And so, so I've been dealing with that. And like I said, thing, things are improving. I'm trying to learn and I am learning new things, become a better, better at my job. And I'm trying to cope with my feelings about Paul as much as possible. But where am I at, honestly, mentally right now? Like I said, this is the first time I'm actually recording one of these when I'm not like, everything sucks. I'm just so depressed. And I'm mocking, I'm mocking, but... I've never re-listened to 63 or, or 104, right? 63 or 104. So I can't remember what I can't remember what I what I said, but I know I wasn't in a good place. I was angry. I was mad. I felt rejected. And I and I don't feel any of those things right now. Like honestly, money's money's kind of stressing me, but at the same time. It's not stressing me, you know, and and I want to want to be able to be like, this is the reason why I feel so comfortable right now, and and and, I, and there there's nothing that I can truly pinpoint as to why I'm okay right now. I mean, shout out to my dad. This is nothing a deep breath won't fix. I did call my boss last Monday after work. I'm like, I'm like, ah, oh, it's so crazy. Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm a terrible leader. People didn't get out to this time and everybody. And she's like, she's like, yeah, but everybody was helping. And when like, and I was like, yeah, but they're supposed to leave a certain time. And she's like, you can't control everything. It's like, I know, but I want to, man. <laughs> it's hard. And then creatively, creatively like i'm i'm all over the place and i'm okay with that like shout out to my man cfx he once told me that if i could concentrate on one thing i would be amazing at it versus doing all these little things but i'm kind of at my happiest when i'm doing all these little things man i like the fact that i'm doing so much youtube shout out to the 59 subscribers man i i love the fact that rasslecast is getting ready to come back and that's funny because when we when Rasslecast came back after the new year, I was really disillusioned with that because I, I was like, I'm just so tired on Friday nights and I don't want to record. But every time I'd sit down and record, it was amazing. I'd have a great time with Eric and Marcus. And I was like, I'm just so tired. I don't record a podcast. I was being a little bitch. But I'd sit down and do it. And the pod got better every single week. We would just have so much fun. 
so much fun doing the pod. So, yeah, I'm doing YouTube videos almost every day. And yeah, I'm doing my my TikTok thing. I've been I've been rapping. I wrote a few songs at the beach, which I thought was pretty incredible. Well, I mean, I think I'm incredible anyway, but uh I mean, I, I I was writing verses every day and I started a couple new concepts. I I just I just recently just completed moving all these files around on these externals. So, now this external is now for behyphen music and instrumentals and then my my big external that's back here that I don't think is plugged in right now. Let me see if I can grab it without effing something up. I don't even know if you can hear me. Let me see if I can grab it without effing something up. Ah. Um Yeah, it's acting like it's plugged in something. Uh, okay. Yeah, this thing, like I took all my videos off of here and put it on my other external on this back here that's plugged up. And this is just uh, this this is pretty this is pretty much the uh holy grail. <laughs> Of, of B hyphen Kellen Conley. This is everything, all the different computers, everything that's not a video is now contained on this. And then the other one, the other external that dad gave me years ago, which I've rarely used, that used to house the B hyphen music catalog and all the, the session files, now houses all the videos. So I'll be doing video off of that one now. Freed up a bunch of stuff there. And yes, I know it's not creative, but I just want to talk about it. Cause that's the, that's the kind of stuff that I've been working on. Uh, what, what else, man? Like I haven't, haven't written anything, but that that's okay. I recently big surprise guys. I updated my website because I was tired of maintaining a self-hosted WordPress site. So I took, took the blog, put it on a wordpress.com site. You can still get to it by going to hyphenuniverse.com and you go to the website and you you got the blog there, um, I, yeah. I talked about this on here because Mark 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 Rob called me about it, and then uh, hyphen podcast group. I'm going getting ready to kind of figure out what I want to do for September as far as how to go about not having a dedicated website for actual self hosted WordPress site for hyphen nation because there's so many other ways that I can do this without having to literally deal with WordPress and its constant updates. And yes, I know you can set WordPress up to self-update, blah, blah, blah. I just want to set it and forget it, man. I want to be able to go in and be like, hey, this episode came out, you know, and it's going to be good. I got plans. But there's always something I'm constantly working on, and I'm okay with that. Like, my, my creative juices are flowing. Like, in June, they shut down. Because by the beginning of June, I was just so beat down by the whole situation at work. I was like, I can't be creative in any way, shape, or fashion. I can't, I can't do music. I can't do podcasts. I can't do video. Because I was doing dropping two videos a week there throughout May on Hyphen Universe, and then everything happened at work. Well, was happening at work, and by the time June got here, I think I dropped one video. Now I took the rest of the month off, and it wasn't even intentional. It was just like you know what. It's not there. And that's okay sometimes if you, you got to take breaks. Like the hustle mentality where it's like, oh, I got to hustle, got to hustle, got to hustle, got to work as much as possible so I can get, get far in life, and which is 100% true. You do have to work hard 
in order to get far in life, no matter what you're doing. And even if that's your side gigs in order to make your side gigs, your main gigs, I completely get it. But it's okay to stop. (laughs) Take breaks. You don't have to bury yourself. My content would have suffered if I had to keep, if I kept pushing through all that. And it's good to have distractions sometimes to be able to like, you know, pivot from the situation at work and then come home and work on something creative for my, my for myself. That's hella dope. But sometimes you need to be like, you know what? I'm not going to mess with the studio. I'm just going to go up. I'm going to kick it with, uh, with uh, my wife and daughter and jump on a trampoline and make Lego cars and watch some movies. And, and that's what I did. So, so the self-care is, is definitely there. But it's important that you always try to make sure that it's there in, in different ways. Like, I don't know. Like, I've been on this weird Chipotle kick. So I've been eating all these Chipotle burritos. And I never eat Chipotle like that. But I've been enjoying the shit out of some Chipotle. It's fine. That's self-care. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit fatter. But I'm going to go back on low-carb on Monday. I promise. I promise. All right, look. Anybody who's watching this. Uh, today is the 11th, so on August 15th, low carb starts again, okay? I promise, okay? Because we'll be past barrel and flow, and I don't have anything coming up until the end of September. So low carb will be back, and I'll start looking fine from the sidelines again. So I wouldn't say I'm in an amazing place by any means. But I also can't say I'm in a bad place by any means. So I'm in a medium place, so to speak. Um, is that what they called the, um, on on the good place? It was a good place, the bad place, and the medium place. Is that with the um, chick from the '80s who um, always wanted uh, them to bring her coke? Is that, what, is that what they called it? On the Eleanor Shellstrop to bring her the coke. I need to get back to into watching that too, but I've I've been watching uh, Moon Knight, catch up on some Disney series. Been watching Moon Knight, watch Hawkeye. I'm not going to talk about it too much because I'm gonna save that for another pod. Uh, only because I want to talk about I do want to talk about Thor on here. Might reach out to Gerbo see if he wants to talk about Thor. That that could be fun, and I think he's also watched some of the other stuff. So th- this is self care. From a different lens. I think it's just as important for me to come on here and and not just be, oh, you know, like everything sucks and I wish I wasn't alive. And and these are feelings that I felt. So I'm I'm not I'm mo- I sound like I'm mocking, but I'm trying to mock myself. Like honestly, it gets dark. It gets dark AF sometimes. I'm not trying to say I'm willing to take myself out, but shit, sometimes shit sucks. And yeah, and then going ahead and uh, what 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 do they call that? Um, I'm not gonna think of the word when when uh oh, going ahead and rage quitting. Sometimes it seems like it's a good option for me. I'm not trying to say anything about I I'm not going anywhere. Okay. That I know of. I'm not going to hurt myself. 
I have a, a daughter to be here for, a wife to be here for, friends and family to be here for, and also want to be here for myself to see what else is going to happen in my life. I'm very excited to continue living, okay? But sometimes rage quitting, especially when you're in it, it it's just becomes more, it just feels very viable, even if it's only for 20 minutes. And those feelings suck. It sucks to feel that way. And if you've never experienced it, God bless you. Seriously. Because I've, I've had these feelings off and on since freaking high school. And I don't even know what it was in high school, but I was literally thinking about stabbing myself in the chest with a steak knife. Because I was that freaking miserable and I didn't know what it was. I was just a kid. I had no, I literally had to get up in the morning, ready for school go to school, come home from school, do some chores, and then the rest of the evening was free until it was time for me to go to bed. That was my life. I had no stress. None. I wasn't wasn't bullied in high school. I was the little, that was the kid who had had, uh, his best friend from Baltimore who he talked about rap with all the time and would write raps and had been writing raps for several years by then, a couple years by then. But I, but I don't know why I felt like I wanted to kill myself in high school. So, so these are these are real feelings that I, that I've continued to deal with throughout my adult life. I know I'm not the only person out there, and I I absolutely feel like suicide is never an option. It's never funny. It's always something that should be taken taken seriously. Matter of fact, let me get this shit off my chest. We in this, okay? talking to a friend the other night and they say something about the lines of I'm in a dark place. So I say, I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm like, Oh, what's going on? You know, that red flag, what's going on? Do you need to talk? Like, do I need to call you? Like what's going on? And they're like, LOL, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what do you mean? LOL. I'm like, it's fine. I was like, well, I, I care about you. Sure. You do. Like, what are, what are you talking about right now? I, I What? I don't care if you were drunk or not. Don't say something like that to me and be like, <laughs> and then try to laugh it off. And they're like, blah, 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 it's fine. And they just being real dismissive. And, you know, I was like, you know what? You know what? If you think it's cool to say something like that, even if you're drunk and then kind of laugh it off and push it away. And I, I also knew this person was with friends already. So, it's like, if you feel like that, feel that way and you're just going to laugh it off, whatever, fine. That's completely fine with me. I was like, you know, have a good night. And I ain't really talked that much to him since. Cause that's fucked up. Don't put, don't put up red flags and then be like, ah, just kidding. I take this shit seriously. I don't want anybody to ever take their life. And I especially don't want anybody that I know to take their own life. I constantly say it's important to share your feelings and I I do feel like it's important to share your feelings. It's just something that you have to do. And men have been trained for years not to do that. Feelings are wrong. No, man. I, like feelings are one of the things that makes me me. So when I cry to Dwayne Wade commercial or if I'm tearing up about my stepdad 
or whatever it is. If, if I get a emotional, even for 10 seconds, those are my feelings and I embrace them. That's me. So yeah, you throw up a red flag, I'm going to get serious. And then yeah, I still deal with those thoughts of wanting to rage quit. But I'm not going to, and I don't want anybody else to ever go. I don't want anybody else to ever feel like they can't. I don't want anybody else to ever take that option either. Reach out to somebody. There's people there who want to help you. I don't know what to do with my hands. I feel like Ricky Bobby. <sighs> so I get it. But it's just as important for me to talk about me having those feelings when I'm in it and really deep down and I'm in a dark place as to when I'm not in a dark place, which is now. So to wrap all this up in a neat little bow, as I've been doing this for 40 some minutes now, <sighs> I'm okay. Go deal with the funeral. And then uh, me and Angel are going to Barrel and Flow this weekend. The Black the Black Beer Festival in Pittsburgh. Shout out to Dave Bracey and Ed Bailey. Going to go check them out. It'll be a lot of fun. And I'm learning. I'm coping with imposter syndrome at work. But other than that, I'm actually, I'm actually kind of good. I'm actually kind of good. And I do these episodes because I've never hidden my feelings on hyphen nation since I've pivoted to becoming more of a music podcast more than anything else. And actually kind of have a niche, so to speak. I don't have so many of those random moments where I can talk about these things. So it's important to me, as a proprietor of this show, of this brand, of the hyphenation band, the hyphenation band, the hyphen, uh, the hyphenation, of the hyphenation brand, to let y'all know, man or woman, trans, non-binary, does not matter. If you need to reach out to somebody, please do it. There's always out shit there's always someone out there who cares i promise even if you don't feel like it even if you got pick up one of those pick up and call the number man go go ahead and do it your your life matters it does and that's why we do the self-care episodes i promise <sighs> with that said You've been listening to the Barack Obama approved world's greatest podcast, Hyphen Nation, hosted by myself, the one, the only, B-Hyphen, a.k.a. Kellen Conley. I appreciate all y'all listening. As always, it means so much to me. Episode 201. If you want to get in contact with the show, B-H-Y-P-H-E-N at gmail.com or at B-Hyphen on Twitter, the B-Hyphen on Instagram, hyphen universe on facebook also last time i'm reminding you if you're watching this on youtube please hit the follow button uh please the follow button please hit the subscribe button please like the videos uh comment what you think about the episode uh in the comments down here because if you if you do a comment 
and it's a good comment, hell, if it's a bad comment, I'll read it on the show. I do not care. Please do. And if you hit that bell, never miss an upload. Okay? Now that's out of the way. If you want to go the other route, hyphenpodcastgroup.com. That's at hyphenpodcastgroup on Twitter. Hyphen, nope. At hyphenpodgroup on Twitter. Hyphenpodcastgroup on Instagram. And hyphenpodcastgroup on Facebook. Or hyphenpodcastgroup at gmail.com if I didn't already say that. Hyphenpodcastgroup.com if I didn't already say that. And then hyphenuniverse.com are the websites. The link in my bio will take you to my link tree, which will always keep you updated on my latest projects week to week. I, I update it weekly or daily as I do stuff, and then I delete delete out um, anything that's older than a week. Um, you can also uh, donate. On, there's donate links in there. You can donate on coffee, or you can uh, donate on Patreon, which I'm still trying to set up and like kind of do tiers. But if you want to donate to any any of my creative endeavors, I greatly appreciate it. The power of positivity is real. Get that negativity out of your life. No matter what it may be, no matter what you have to do, you got to do you. Yes, always. And with that said, give people their flowers while they're still here. Um, I was very glad that I recorded that video for Paul. And just sharing a couple stories about him. I was very glad I got to see Paul before he passed. And it's so important let people know how much you care about them because you never know when it's their time to go. And with that said, call your mom, call your brother, call your sister, call your dad, call your grandma, call your dad or granddad, call your aunt, call your uncle, call your 15th, 15th cousin removed by marriage on your dad-in-law's side by marriage. Joe, call him too. Am I sober? Maybe not. Just stay in touch, man. That, that's the main thing. Even if it's just text message. Send that text message. Let, let people know that you're thinking about them. Please do that. It's very important. Also, try to have genuine interactions with people. You never know what the next man or woman is going through. And your kind actions could save their life or someone else's. So please try to go out there and do that. I do have a recommendation for y'all. Uh, I mentioned the the um, the suicide hotline number that Logic made, not famous, but Logic made a whole song about. I actually watched his documentary Vinyl Days on YouTube. And I am not typically a Logic guy, but I really enjoyed the documentary. It's about an hour. And it's just, if you like watching musicians in the studio, it's a really fun watch. Why am I doing this with my hands? Oh my God, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> maybe I'll call this self-care three the ballad of Ricky Bobby <laughs> uh, yeah but you can go check out Vinyl Days You'll, you should enjoy that I think you will if you go to Apple Podcasts give the show five stars leave a review good or bad I'll read it on the show the five stars gives more visibility to the podcast also on Spotify once you've listened to an episode give the podcast five stars it's greatly appreciated and if you can't find this podcast or any other hyphen podcast group podcast on your favorite podcast listening device or platform, please let me know from any of the contact information I gave you and I'll do my best to get that fixed for you. <sighs> With that said, I think my audio sounds crispy. I'm gonna check my video. I really do appreciate y'all. 
all of y'all that watch, all of y'all that follow, all of y'all that subscribe. It, it means a lot. I, I love my time with y'all. And I, I'm really trying to get back weekly. So uh, we we will see what's what once once the school year starts. Because if I can start recording on Tuesday nights exclusively, then I, I can get back to doing Thursdays. Just got to work it. I got prioritize, prioritize. Got to prioritize things in my life a little, little bit better. We we get in there. But um, love talking to y'all. Love this podcast. And I say all of that to say this. Thanks, y'all. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?